Your Vice, Season 2, Episode 3, featuring special guest Esnardo Gandaria. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Episode 3, Season 2 of Javais. Welcome, 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 listeners one and all. Hi there, guys. How are you? Jay just is leaving it up to me to say my name. My name is Jason Williams. My name is Jay Flewelling, and I also want to know how you, how are you doing today? Yeah. How are, how are you there? We, every, all our podcast listeners listen live. It's, well, it's not really live. It's like, I don't know, three or four seconds delay because mm-hmm. we... We put them out immediately. And there's no filtering. There's no editing. Yeah. It's just truth. It is truth. And, um, you know, I, I get this question multiple times a day. Like, what did you do between season one and season two? And everybody's like, I'm, I, keep, I tell them, like, oh, nothing, nothing. But I just thought to myself, like, when should we tell people what we did? And I was like, oh, now is a good time. Mm-hmm. Man, I completely agree. And, I mean, daily I'm getting, like, what did you do with your time? How did you fill it? Yeah. And I'm like, nothing. Just stop it. Just, oh, you No, I on. didn't meet President Obama. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody thinks that, oh, everything is, just you know, hunky-dory over mm-hmm. in our lives. But sometimes it, it gets, you know, sometimes we, we, we find a needle in a haystack, I guess. You can say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're saying sometimes with air quotes, and it's it's all the time. And right. That's why well, I'm talking about for regular people sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Regular, you know, regular people, muggles, a special thing will happen every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's just like a normal thing. You know, Jay always drags me to the yard sales, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go to this yard sale. Yeah. So we're at this yard sale. It's an estate sale. And, you know, we come across some items. We buy a picture frame. We buy some chairs. Yeah. I buy, you know, I always buy Russian, uh, those eggs. Yeah. Anyt- anytime we go to a yard sale, estate sale, Russian dolls. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Jason's got about 12 of them. Yeah. And also, I've well, been st- 12, 12 big ones. Right. If you multiply six, 122. I, I, I don't like calling them Fabergé eggs, but I, I'm really into those um, Russian eggs, too. Like I, I can see it. I, I don't know the name of it. <laughs> oh, there's only, only there's only a dozen people that have seen them anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, one you only have two. Exactly. Can you, yeah. can you really call it a collection? No, but you know when like Richard Branson's over here, like oh, it's a nice collection. So I just say that out loud now. Oh, well, if he, if he said it, then that that is a fucking collection. Yeah. Okay. But you know, okay, so we picked up a picture frame. Turns out. <laughs> It's worth $600,000. Yeah. And that is in its um, current condition. But We're I mean, getting it restored. Yeah. I mean, when we got it restored, actually, it's, it was worth a couple million. <laughs> and I mean, again, I'm lying. I'm still lying. We didn't get it restored. We restored it. Yeah. It's just, it's just something that we studied. I mean, I take, I follow. Jason's really, you're the, you're the lead curator on that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have two dark rooms in my basement. Um, so we kind of split off. And we're yeah. like, it was a challenge. We're like, who can restore this faster? Yeah. I mean, we took it in turns. So like he would do an hour. I would do an hour. And I, I mean, I would, when I was like coming in for my hour, it, it was like, you know, 400 years taken off. You know, right. Yeah. Back to right when, I mean, I don't want to say I, the painter. who. Yeah. Well, anyways, so then, of course, Antique Rojo called, you know, I called us. Yeah, yeah. Terry, he's the uh, owner of it. He just is like, hey, 
hey guys, will you please be on the show? We're like, no, we're not going to do it. So we didn't go on the show. No, they came to us. Exactly. So, you know, we... Sunday morning, right after church, camera crew, here they come, you know. We were wrong about it being two million. It was a lot. A lot more. It was a lot more. And, you know, I don't want to, again, I don't want to say the artist, but it, you know, it rhymes with... Ben Brandt. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, we got it restored. Yeah. Uh, well, we yeah, did. Blah, 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 blah. Stop lying. Sorry. Okay. So anyways, yeah, we stole it for $200 million and, um, guess what? You know, it all went to charity. Of course. <laughs> yeah. We don't like to brag except for when we're, you know, when we're recording. Right. And we gave it to Jay's favorite charity. I was just like, you know what? I want to be charitable here and just give it all to Jay's favorite charity. Okay, so. Thank you. And you know, I, I like your favorite charity. Dornbecker's Children Hospital, but right. another time. Yeah, you know. Another Next time we go to a uh, antique roach, I mean, like two hundred million. That was like a low end item we found mm-hmm. there. Most of the time we find it a lot, lot, lot. Well, higher. and Terry, he's been to our house. He's been yeah. to several of our parties. I actually think Terry um, stole one of my eggs once. <sighs> well, I mean, is, I got it back. One of, oh, okay, because I was like, they're both here. No, because looking no, at both of them. I, don't know, I found it in the bathroom, and it was just like weird. I'm like, what? How did this egg get in the bathroom? Yeah. And then I. Yeah, so like Terry. Exactly, it's probably Terry. Okay, well, okay, and he's, you know, Terry's just like, please sell this, please sell that. You're a right. chandelier made by Marie Antoinette. You know, like, no, that's no. a family heirloom. Exactly, like, oh, why do you keep that giant replica of Jaws in the the tu- uh, the the, um, the pool in the back? And I'm like, Stephen gave it to us. I know, and it's not a replica. And stop calling it a replica. Yeah, geez. and Andy Warhol doesn't want me to sell the one of a kind tapestry that he made for us. Exactly. Did you even know he made tapestries? Probably not. He had like a moment in textiles and he gave it to us because he knew us. And we part- yeah. yeah. We're getting off time. I know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So us. we gave it all back and that's what we did. Yeah. So just the tip I guess what I'd give is if you go to the gar- uh, yard sale, just, you know, get all the paintings. And if you see any like Victorian turn of the century furniture, snag those up. Those are, those yeah. are a key item too. Yeah. Yeah, Dorn Becker, that's how they got their whole East Wing. And you can thank Jason Williams for that. But today, we are blessed with one of my favorite people on the planet. Like, (laughs) the kindest heart and just an anonymous person. Welcome to Javice, is Nardo. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, thank you. We are graced with your presence and honored that you are here. Likewise. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see it, but we put a red carpet down so he could walk up on it. Yep. Yep. We do that for only some of our guests. Well, this is the first guest we've ever done it for. Yeah. Well, I meant from now on. Yeah. Oh, from now on. Well, it'll be... Because it's only going to be some... I don't want to do it for all no, the guests. No, I it only want to do It kind of loses the specialness. It. I only want to do it for us. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Cool. Well, uh, so <laughs> thank you for coming. One, thank you for living in Oregon for 19 years. 19 years. Yeah, I've been here since 1997. Uh, first day was uh, July... I think I think it was like July twenty seventh. I was hoping. twenty almost. I think next was, year. It was, was moving like, to Oregon like a big. Yeah, it was thing. actually okay. my. Gonna tell you, my grandpa just passed away. My condolences. Thing, and um, I uh, twenty years ago or nineteen years ago, <clears throat> I was like twelve, and my grandpa and me, I, we drove from Arizona all the way down to Oregon, and it took like about three days or two days. 
and uh yeah i think it was just like a experience that i just won't forget and kind of like kind of like i think it was just pretty pretty awesome to do that with my grandpa and i thought i still remember it so that's killer three days with grandpa on a road trip oh yeah and then so so you you grew up in arizona no (laughs) (laughs) okay i grew up in california uh lived in california for like 10 years lived in arizona for two years and then traveled from there up here for 19 years now i guess is Mm. what's it like living in arizona i've always Uh, never been it's really hot i think if you stand under the shade you could see the heat waves and you're you know you stand in the shade for relief and it's no relief you go and you go in your house and it's like air conditioner and that's all you love that's what you want <laughs> and it's just like air conditioner to air conditioner like yeah you, nobody's like let's hang out outside yep. well congratulations to get out of there <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to oregon and y- you went to psu yeah so i went to psu uh go vikings go vikings what did they what uh did you what was the what is it called? Jason did not go to college. Didn't. What is your, what did you major with? Uh, my major is community development. I think I had like a minor in sustainability and then a minor in real estate. Wow. I'm not doing anything with. Oh, right okay. Now. But then, so did you ever kind of touch into like the urban planning? Um, My friend says I should do transportation, but I kind of, my passion's within like housing. Oh, okay. So then you, you, when you went to Portland State, you knew what you wanted to get out of it. No, <laughs> I think I went to Portland State uh, after Clackamas Community College, <clears throat> and uh, I think uh, I was like, you know, I think I'm Chicano, Mexican, and like growing up, I went to school just because my mom said, don't work like a donkey, and like me, and all your life, just don't work like a donkey, go to school, so I went to school there, and I kind of like, I think I was just bumming around, going, taking classes, not really taking classes, but my counselor, which was a EOP back in the day. Now it's like the diversity something. I don't well, what's EOP? Uh, I don't remember the acronyms anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was kind of like first generation, you know, person. College student. Yeah, college okay. student. So they gave me the resources to graduate. So I got like extra, um, like... I think a place to study, like my own computer lab, and I got like... Your own lab? The whole lab? It wasn't just mine. It was just like EOP. There's only like 12 to 20 students there, so it was like a small lab for a small amount of students. Okay. Got advising so I could, you know, have an advisor tell me what to pass and what to take, and then if I needed like extra extra things, you know, I could find tutoring or I could find, you know, an outlet for me if I if I needed help, which really helped a lot. You know, getting through school. Well, and you were also part of a student group. Yeah, Mecha. Uh, Mecha was kind of just like at being on, being at Portland State. I kind of like felt that, you know, it's one Mexican, ethnic people, <laughs> you know, ethnicity wasn't so much, and I felt kind of like out of place. I kind of felt like, you know, kind of alone. You know, I, most of my, all my life, most of my friends were, you know, Caucasian. Mm. You know, up until when, I guess it was like living in Long Beach, everybody was Mexican, and they talk Spanish, and I swear I never really spoke English, but I did. But like moving to Arizona, I had, you know, good friends, and moving up here too, I had good friends, but yeah, and I haven't spoken Spanish for a while, but I'm still speaking Spanish now that I'm in the workforce. But you know, I need, I, I, I kind of needed that, so I kind of like looked at different groups, and I found Mecha, and like, it was just like a student group, it's called like, Mexicano estudiante Chicano de Aslan, which means kind of just like you're a dual identity person. 
who's like born in Mexico or their parents were born in Mexico, but you were born in the States. So you kind of like, you're not Mexican, but you're not American. You kind of have to like, uh, culturate, not assimilate, I guess, to whatever's going around. I'm but into it. I liked it because I found other people kind of like, like me and like, it was pretty cool, you know, friendships. I had, a, I got a couple of friends out of it and I really enjoyed doing that, but kind of, it's kind of, I guess it opened up a road or kind of like a more of a kind of like aimed me in a road that, you know, I should follow throughout my life. You know, that's like, you know, kind of like working in social justice or kind of just like, you know, working with solidarity with other people. I think that's what you're saying, kind heart. And like, I think that's always been me. So when I found that in, I kind of jumped to it and that's what I was like doing that. So That's great. You're also a motorcyclist. Yeah. <sighs> Was. Was? Yeah. The motorcycle's gone? No, it's I got two of them still. But I saw it's uh what, can I ask like is it um like easy crotch, rider motorcycle crotch rocket. or crotch rocket? Crotch rocket. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I gotta tell you Like Rough Riders? No, not rough I have Rough Riders on my trials bike, not not my crotch rocket. Oh, okay. Which, wait, am I getting these mixed up? Like, which one's Crotch Rocket? Crotch Rocket is like, like a hog, or no? Or is that no, like that's, Kill that's Bill? A hog. Kawasaki. Yeah. Okay. Kill Crotch Bill. Rocket. Kill Bill is like a okay. Crotch Rocket. Easy yeah. Riders all like badunk dunk. I just yeah. put this out. Uh, I remember once I was on like I ninety five, and like all these guys on motorcycles just like whiz by, and they're all popping wheelies, going like <laughs> ninety. Yeah. It's like crazy. It's a cool lifestyle till you die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, state of Texas, state of Alaska, don't have to wear a helmet. And people don't. Die. And I, well, they you look do. cooler without a <laughs> They helmet. do die. They don't wear helmets. Definitely like, cooler without them. I got yeah, them. I mean, I, the cool factor, I, I mean, I, it, I was like cool impressed, but. Right. Yeah. I got a rock. I think one of my friends older or dad used to ride a motorcycle and he's like yeah you know it's like 70s era he had like a cb 500 which they're so popular but they you have to work on them a lot he had like a rock from a truck hit his jawline but he had a helmet cracked his helmet and he's like yeah good thing i wear a holy you know, shit good thing i wear a freaking helmet and damn was it a years. semi he said just a rock and then cracked his I helmet. I mean, think about it. Like any car driving by that shoots up a yeah. rock at you is going to do that. Well, yeah. like the, well, and I always like kind of forget that if you throw something out of a car, whatever that something is, is going the speed of the car as well. Yeah. So, so what's, uh, so you, did you, I mean, you still have a BSL ride in anymore? Yeah. Are you um, like not a motorcyclist anymore? I was down a couple times. Like first, like I had the yellow motorcycle, uh, which was a Han uh, is a y- Yamaha R6, and like uh, I guess like my spring on my transmission, I think it's like that gear shifter popped or like broke, and it like went to my transmission and like broke everything. And uh, as it as it do, yeah. And I had to spend like like a lot of money and a lot of time trying to fix it. And I found the pieces and I upgraded the transmission, and then I like uh, to like a 2004 2000 five transmission on a 2000 2002 bike and then i rode it for like a year after spending like eight months fixing it and i got it jacked 
in Southeast. Somebody no. like jacked it. Like like we, when you were just like in the store or something. No, I I just parked it on my part on my uh, apartments and then like four in the morning somebody just rolled it onto a truck or something. Damn and stole man, it. I didn't even think about stuff like that happening. I mean I. I know bikes can do that, but I didn't think about like yeah they yeah fucking mm. motorcycles. I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay because yeah. that happened. You know, when my motorcycle was down, I was like, should I be a motorcyclist or should not be a motorcyclist? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm gonna spend a lot of money. So I was like, you know, fuck it, <laughs> ride or die. <laughs> so then I just like spent a lot of money fixing my motorcycle. Then it happened to me where it got stolen. I was like, all right, I come at that crossroad again. And I was like, nope, I'm going to be a motorcyclist. So I got another motorcycle and I got a motorcycle, a CBR 600, which is another crotch rocket. It's really fast. And the thing is, I was trying to switch out like a, some frame sliders on the, on the frame. I guess like I, I, I torqued something too tight and it popped something. So now like one of the transmission or one of the, engine mounts broke off like a little chunk after welding it's been like a year since i welded that so i'm kind of down right now i'm not writing mm. it's not a big deal though because okay okay well you are the second motorcyclist Motorcy- to be on Javice. who was the first well i want to know if you know i don't you don't know i forgot i guess it's randy blazak you idiot <laughs> who uh ugo cordova that would, was my third guess. What do you ride? Or my second guess. I don't know. You don't know? Oh, no. you, uh, Sorry. Uh, that's not, okay. Now, now I'm the idiot. My guess yeah. is he'd have a, like an easy rider too. No, he totally has a crotch rider. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, one thing I was going to say. Randy Blazak. I, I wanted to say, though, is that uh, I was a part of a face group, Facebook group like called PDX Motorcycles. And I think like a summer, like three, three years ago. Uh, there was like a bunch of people that were passing away because they were just like running into back of, you know, uh, uh, buses, like, you know, tri buses and then just like going too crazy and then like getting hit off the road and dying. And it was like one every week for like Facebook group. Oh, go to Damn. this guy, support this guy, RIP, RIP. And it was just like people die like a lot. I, I, see, that's what I would like in my head when I think of, uh, like one of those crotch rockets, I think of how do you go slow? Like kind of like a Lamborghini. Like how would you go slow in a Lamborghini? <laughs> you know, like if you have like a, like a, look at those like s- s- bigger motorcycles with like the long handlebars. There's probably a term for it. I don't know it. But you know, it's like a cruise thing. But like if you get in like a fast car or like a fast motorcycle, it's hard probably to go slow, you know? I hear that's, you. that's just a guess. I don't know. I know I've ridden a motorcycle. Yeah, that's what I've, found out and probably that's the reason why i'm not on a motorcycle anymore because yeah. <laughs> uh it's really fast so you can open it up and like but uh, that position it gets so old so fast like when you buy a motorcycle you probably buy like a it's like a you know like a 650 because 650 is way different than a 600 600 is more for racing mm-hmm. and you see on the streets you don't really race you kind of just like go from light to light right and that gets <laughs> old. especially on like <laughs> grand <laughs> or something like that yeah then you see 650s are a little bit they they're a little bit more of a comfortable ride where you're up right a little bit more so it's like mm-hmm. so it's kind of just like you know ferrari or gt mustang and right. you know both okay. are fast you know but you get a mu- le- lot luxury of more of a one luxury you can ride. hang your hand at the arm ah uh, <laughs> <I>, yeah <laughs> well um okay so 
to, to move away from motorcycle death sure. and more towards life celebration. Okay. You're about, you're in a wedding, second. my friend. This is your second wedding? Second wedding. I've only been in one. How many weddings have you been in, Jason? Like like in, in? In. Like you're in the two. wedding party, too? I've been two. Okay. Well, I, well, I guess I'm, I am. Yeah losing this you need wedding to make more friends that want to get married <laughs> i know i was thinking about it, like i don't think i'm gonna be anybody's actual best man um i don't think i, I wasn't either i was like my even my cousins was i was in it and then djs recently so yeah but i wasn't anybody's best man i don't want honestly i don't want to be a best man that's a lot of responsibility you gotta like set up things you gotta set up the bachelor party i don't know that's like I was just about to be like, well, if I get married, you can be my best man. Oh, well, just keep that in mind. I can, yeah. Oh, wow. Am I changing your, your opinion on this? Uh, I love weddings, though. I yeah, love I, weddings. Love, I love a good wedding. But you're going to a wedding, and you wanted to show us something. Yeah, I, I went and I went shopping because uh, the wedding has specifics. I guess a linen white shirt, 100% linen, uh, brown, not khaki pants, uh, black shoes, nice shoes. And the hat, I, you know, if you're hat hat at a that is well, this is the thing. The hat wasn't a requirement because you know my my friend asked his wife or his current fiance, can you know, doesn't have to wear a hat and he had to get that you know that second okay and she was like nah, you don't have to get a hat but like I could tell that he was like you don't you you don't have to get a hat but like. Everybody said they were wearing a hat. So I was kind of just like, uh, you know, I got to do it. So, I, like, I went. Here, I'll, sh- I'll bring it out. All right. It's just grab it. Just grab it. Hat. What's taking so long? Wow. Oh, wow. I think it's a... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's I kind feel of like you need a Tommy gun with that hat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> I totally want you to true. put I want you to put it yeah, on. Yeah, me too. I want you to put it on. So yeah, I think you got a thumbs up from Nicholas Wilson. Thank you, Nicholas. Editor yeah. and engineer of Device. Too cool. I think you I think you look a little cooler in that though. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> no, but no, no, tilt it. Maybe you gotta tilt it. Like, no, well that's the, the thing though. I mean I got the receipt, I had to take it back, but the thing I wanted to do is like it's seven and a half and I wear like a seven and three quarters to seven and a quarter. And uh, it's a little bit big, and um, I think uh, I don't know if it's like the hat. Like he said, maybe I have to take it back because he wants brown, not gray, oh, with okay. a black mm-hmm. stripe. But I mean, this is kind of like a zoot zoot kind of hat. I think since I'm Chicano, like you know, I'd be like, "Hey, homie, what's up?" Kind of <laughs> thing. Like that's what I feel like. Uh, okay. But uh, I, I gotta wear you. I gotta wear like the like the like the chain and I was thinking more like of a cowboy yeah. really because the it, way you're wearing it right now yeah. oh, like and so also if you tilted it or something maybe it'd be different yeah or like a, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a little cool. big and so right now it's I'm not getting what you're describing I'm getting like I'm getting like explorer. a explorer yeah or, forest, oh, or, or like or like a, a ranger in the forest yeah 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 range that's a good oh. one yeah or like but you're like a, a tour guide who's like you know a lot about amphibians and plants yeah. <laughs> or that ocean in the middle of the earth you're telling me i'm digging that because that's basically what my friend is <laughs> there you go <laughs> so if, if, if that's the look then i nailed it okay I'm, well and it is some super two sharp. thumbs up yeah if you have to get it back for like swap it out for a brown one maybe like look at the sizes or try them both on i yeah, well, the thing is, i i know me like there's tons of hat i like they don't look good on me i got like a small head so like i don't so sometimes you can see something and just not think it looks good on you mm-hmm. well um, i was actually born with a genetic disorder 
and it's like you have the perfect head <laughs> I've t- you've told me about this <laughs> the perfect different head. disorder the disorder is um you know hat itis hats don't look good on me oh no hats look good yeah. it's the opposite yeah. I, mean, I have a perfect head Right. But because of that, you can't wear a hat. Hats don't look good. I fucking wear hats all the time, so I don't have to comb my hair, and it's windy out. I don't have to comb my hair. Nice. But yeah, I I mean, when I see a hat, I'm just like, oh, I hope I can pull it off, and mo- like 90% of the time, I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks good, and Thank it's you. part of this wave of we don't want matchy matchy wedding parties anymore. We want everybody to do their own thing within the guidelines. Yep. And that, I support it. That's totally cool. Yeah. I think it's a thing that's happening with a lot of weddings. I think the last wedding I went to, the bridesmaid had that. They're like, just wear the same color, wear the dress, and then wear cowboy boots. So there's like, you know, kind of like my thing. Wear yeah. a hat, you know, wear a linen shirt, and then kind of like whatever you want to wear for pants. I never had anybody no ask me to wear linen. <laughs> I know it's really hot. Oh, and I it also it was really cool. No, well, it's like heavy. Um, Maybe it's cool. I don't know. But also it reminds me of a beach wedding. Cause that's what I feel like anybody on the beach getting married, they're always wearing like a white linen shirt. Mm. Well, I, yeah. the only wedding you know? that I was in same story where it was like, if you're, cause it was a lesbian wedding. So if you were on the bride Glico side, you had to wear green. And if you wanted to wear like a man's outfit, it was a green vest, white shirt and khaki pants. Ooh, I totally do. Or that. you could wear a green dress. Cause that's, like both the brides had like men and women on there. That's so cool. Actually. That's it was like really that. cool. And when it came together, I'm still waiting to uh, like see the wedding photographer's photos, but it looked super cool. I was super into it because it all just seemed like it fit, but nobody was like a clone. Yeah. That's cool. And it also accentuated the brides. Speaking of weddings, can I do a shout out? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> There's a photographer. My girlfriend got to do that. She's a wedding photographer, Car- Carly Orozco dot f- photography or Carly Orozco photography dot com, I guess. What's, your, what's your girlfriend's name? Carly. Carly. I hope she's ready for like bookings. Bookings. Yeah. You we, guys are mad. We've got so many fans. Yeah, I know. Like tight. billions. Like people. Like I just want to let you know in Germany. Um, unfortunately, she's only. <laughs> she's probably only local. Yeah. Are you, can't. Well, can she? Do international gigs? Yeah, she can fly out. No, yeah. when she already has it's a, gonna, she has a visa to work. It's going to be some buku dollars, Good. though. <sighs> Our German fans have so many weddings. Love the Germans. They also have memorial services where they want a photographer there, and they they'll just drop so much money. Yeah. What's the website again? Colorado Go Photography. Because you're not even gonna get a spot. It should be in Germany, like Frankfurt or Munich. We're not. You're not here to talk about the wedding. You're here to talk about something else. Am I right? Yes, I. You guys are totally right. I'm here because I've been looking for uh, looking for employment. I just got out of, uh, I guess, uh, welding, which is kind of like in the trades. And I've been a welder for like the last two years, building like barges out on the Northwest. And I kind of wanted to go back after because I got laid off. You know, I didn't. I didn't do a bad job. It's just we ran out of work and they laid us off. So I'm kind of just like cruising 
right now, like applying to a couple jobs, applying to jobs that I want to get into, but I get like basically a livable wage and I'm just kind of sitting on my butt. Not really though. So what I'm doing right now is I'm applying for jobs like in housing, applying for jobs like, you know, uh, working with adjudicated youth as a, you worked with Jay before. And um, I wanted to come on the show to ask you guys for advice on how to go into an interview and do my best and also, you know, walk out of the interview confident and getting those calls back. We got this. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. And we're going to get you the best job in the world. Awesome. Hell yeah. Take it away, Williams. Um, I just have some notes here. Um, one of my notes is if you go into a job interview, I don't, I'll just be straight up honest. I don't go into many like uh, formal job interviews, kind of like a, you know, like, here's my resume and I hope you like me. And, but I do think that I've heard this many times, like know the company like know about the company before you go in there. Kind of like, like, hey, someone might be just filling out a bunch of job applications, but you know that this company, you know, won the award in this year, or like, you know, they specificity. Yes, yeah, specificity to make with the job out. description and the company. It's almost like why you wanted to work there too. It's like, oh, I know that like in 2007 you helped this family do this, and I read an article about it. Yeah, for example, if you were interviewing with the Javice boys, as we're sometimes known down by the <laughs> yeah. river, you could be like, JBs. oh, I know that you donated a painting to Friends of Trees charity and raised yeah. $200 million. Hired on the spot. Yeah. Uh, boom. We're not hiring just by the way. We're not. No, yeah. So all Germany, callers, Germany, yes. no, no, no jobs. No emails or phone calls. We already have an expert audio engineer. Stop, New Jersey. Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one, that's one advice. So what, what do you think that your, like, not your problem, but like when you go into like, what do you think your like, your weakness is? I know me, if I went into a job interview, I'd be super nervous and I'd probably mumble and look down a lot. And I would, I don't know. I think that when someone's like, here, you're on, that's when I'm not on. <laughs> mm. That's how I am. But I don't know what, what do you think yours, like if you have any, yeah, what are your trappings? Yeah. And that's good. Uh, probably that I don't have this hat. <laughs> that I don't look, don't look like a park Wear ranger. Wear the hat. I will park ranger with glasses. Somebody yes. be like, "That's that guy. We got hired that guy." Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think like when I will go in there, I you know I try to you know research and you know look at. I haven't had many interviews, but you know when I do, I think. You know, like you said, look, look at what they've done in the past and see what ask questions, have formulate questions for the end. I think like one thing I've been losing out on is like I'm supposed to when they ask me questions, I kind of like talk about it, give an answer, you know, and then sometimes taper off or kind of continue. And I don't finish strong. I kind of just don't mm -hmm. finish. So like I've been trying to follow the star method, which is situation, uh, task, action and result. And that kind of like, you know, the situation is like, oh. You're asking this question. Yeah. And then, you know, sitting here with Jay and uh, Jason. Jason. What do you guys call you, sir? I said the Javice. Javice. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I like Javice. <laughs> the okay. Javice boys down by the yeah. river. J yeah. JBs. Javice boys. <laughs> the J so anyway, like, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. Situation is like, you know, you guys can picture 
now me sitting with you guys at the Javice Boys, you know. And then after that, it's just like the the action, the task is you guys are interviewing me. So I'd say, oh, when I was being interviewed by the Javice Boys, I was like being asked these questions. It was a lovely show. And the action was, you know, they wanted to bring me on the show to to ask me a question about motorcycles. Or they, and then the result was they wanted to ask, I wanted to ask them a question about, you know, interviewing. And that's pretty much the star method. Oh, cool. So it's kind of like a little. We learned in. something today. Yeah. Thank, thank you for your yeah, advice. That's cool. I, I like that. Well, I want to piggyback on what you had to say, Jason. And my notes is, um, you know, of course you have to like fake it till you make it. That's it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. So no, if that, you're not feeling like. That's in life. I mean, I, that's, how, that's what I did. Um, yeah. So if you're worried about tapering off, like you, you just like. Just I'd go in and be like, I'm not going to taper off. I never well, do but that. Basically fake it. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure, I don't know if you heard this or not, but it's like, if you just pretend, like, the way, I mean, I think I'm more definitely more confident than I was when I was a kid, but what I did in my head was I was like, I'm going to pretend, like, what if I was the guy who's so confident thinks all girls like him? Just that's what I'm just going to do that. And then if anybody questions me, I was like, oh, I was just joking. Everybody know my friends know that's not me. But what happened it was I do it so much that, like, I became that. And the thing is, like, it doesn't hurt anybody to, like, think, oh, like, I'm awesome and, you know, I'm an awesome person. So that's just what I think. That's a RuPaul quote. I mean, because one of the things he talks about is, you know, before he was a star, he treated himself as a star so that people vicariously would treat him as a star. I wanted to ask because I wanted to read a quote somebody sent me. Oh. And uh, I guess it was the quote is by Sophie Central and it goes, uh, this is it. Uh, you can't sell yourself short and be unsatisfied with what you have. I'm trying. That sounds like um, there's like a lot of negatives in that. Not negatives, but like um, d- like you can't sell yourself short. I'm trying yeah. to like understand. Like you can't sell yourself short. What is that again? Yeah, you can't sell yourself short and be satis- unsatisfied with what you have. Yeah. So if you sell yourself short. You can't be unsatisfied because you did it yourself. You did it yourself. Exactly. Gotcha. What's the quote where it's like, whatever you think you know about it's it, true. whatever you think is true, then you're probably right. Or like, if you don't believe in yourself, then you're probably right. Yeah. It's yes. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. That's similar where it's like, if you think you can't do it, no, that's what it is. If you think you can't do it, you're probably right. Yeah. If you think you can't do it, then you're probably right. Cause you already like psyched yourself out. Then you're like, Oh, I'm never going to get this. I job. have, I have a, uh, actually I have a lot more one, two, Let's go back to back on this. So just read them all out. Yeah. Well, I want to. I want to okay. jump in here. Cause okay. This is this is I think the one of the bigger ones is um, and this is also a mindset, <laughs> where if you go in there, you're not trying to get them to hire you. You have to have them sell you why you want to work there. That is very true. You know, it's like you're if you're a valuable person, then you want them to just like convince you like, oh no no, this is like we 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 treat our employees well, you know we pay well. Um, and we're a fun team to be around. We're not all assholes or something like that. So like you kind of, but you, you don't do it, you know, you do it in a right way. I think obviously you know how to do that. You're not like going to be like, what are you going to give me? Fuck yours. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck but, this desk. Yeah. Like, um, piggyback advice on that same concept is, as you mentioned before, they're always going to say like, oh, well, do you have any more questions for us? Always have a question. Yes. And that's an opportunity to show that you do have a question. You do want to do what Jason's invoking, which is like, well, you tell me if I want to work at this company. Like, 
turn the table on them. And so a, a question that you could say is like, oh, well, hey, interviewer, you know, why do you love working here? Oh, that's a good one. And then yeah. they're like, oh, well, uh, 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 barf. <laughs> I mean, I love working here because the break room and the benefits and the, ah. No, that's, the that's a really good question because that kind of ties into another one of my things is where, um, I don't know if it's on this, but compliment or banter when you walk in, like you'd be likable. Like if you came in and like the dude was wearing that hat, you'd be like, oh, I like your hat. Like, oh, and you talk for like a little bit because people, I've heard that like, People want to work with people that are likable, whether like they'd rather work with that than someone like Kanye. I mean, I fucking love Kanye. I think he's an asshole in real life. But the thing is, people want to work with likable people over how talented you are. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter how skilled you are. If you're an asshole, no one wants, no one will want to work with you. So if you're the person and you leave and they're like, I like that dude. Like I would like working in the same office with him or on the same construction site. Then like they'll choose you over someone that's more talented. You know, but with that, I mean, you're also worried about the trailing off with your answers or rambling too much. So like, do the banter up top, fun, loving, awesome right. stuff. But then when it gets down to business, you know, maybe even practice some answers with like a timer. I mean, I use Ooh, a perfect. timer with like a lot of my stand up of just like, is this joke, is this answer the most word economy, like down to the bones and I'm ending before they stop listening. That's like a Seinfeld thing. Yeah. I heard he's, his thing is like, um, how can you tell your joke with the short, least amount of words possible? Oh, it was I like, if every like word that. is a dollar, you want to tell the cheapest joke. Ooh. If every word is a dollar, you want to tell the cheapest joke. Probably can cut some words out of that, but we won't <laughs> harp on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also know your worth. And I would say be honest with your strengths and weaknesses like if someone like to me if someone's like oh what like what are you weak at I, oh well I, i'm kind of quiet sometimes i talk quiet or yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm trying to think of you know because jay and i we have very few weaknesses and it's hard to relate sometimes to people you know because mm-hmm. perfect heads and all this other stuff yeah in job but, interviews of past they're like well what's your weak point i've lost jobs because because Just crickets yeah crickets but but what i was gonna say is you know like I didn't Just, get that job at the Pentagon. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they want they want to know dirt. They want to know the dirt mm, on you. Nothing. But I, would, I, would, I mean, like to me, I always think people are like, "Oh, I'm so bad at like, I always come in too early, so the door's locked." There's some bullshit like that. Where, oh, yeah, like their weaknesses <clears throat> are also the strengths. I think don't do that. Just be like honest. You know, I mean, unless it's like a temper thing, like I wouldn't <laughs> tell <laughs> like that. Pick a medium uh, weakness. What would be a medium weakness? Uh, I'm still thinking about it. I think okay, it just, crickets, I, crickets. yeah, I think it's this just is like, bad. this is, but this is how I didn't get the job at the Pentagon. I think you're um, too good. <laughs> you're I think too good. selling myself short. I think that's the thing that has stuck with me kind of like, uh, my last job I was working you know, as a welder, fitter welder. And, um, I feel like I got the job is pretty much like, all you got to do is like do simple math, you know, measure out your right angles and, you know, and like try to be speedy and just like some of the guys kind of made, what is that? made a mile out of three miles or made, you know, made, made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, exactly. And they just would like try to teach you. And then you would be like, now oh, this is, this is a molehill. You know, this is easy. And then they would just get up all set on uh, upset and then kind of just like, 
you know, deem you unworthy or deem you like, oh, you got to learn twice before you get anything. And Well, let's check it before you wreck it. Were you more confident or were you cocky? Because that's one of my notes. You I don't to, think. Ooh. You have to go in confident, but don't be cocky. I think I wasn't confident. That's one of the things. And I think my personality was kind of just like not in the scale of working with like, uh, you know, like in a construction zone kind of thing. Because like. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty quiet and people are just like personalities are yeah yeah, that's a thing it did not mingle and i was like i was having a hard time well i'm the same way kind of where if i'm learning something new like i want someone to tell me in detail every little thing they want from me and then i'll absorb that shit fast and then do it but a lot of people are like oh just you know just use that computer over there and just like send out five emails you know, I'm like, okay, what do you want in this email? What do you, how do you, like, when do you want these to send out? Like, is there a specific thing you want me to say? I'll have all these questions for people up front. And they're just kind of like, I don't know what, what do you want me to tell you? Just do it. That was my last job. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Click. Like, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I would say that's definitely a weakness of mine, but I don't, I like to tell people up front that so they know and they're not just all like, well, does this guy know nothing? But no, the thing is I learned that I, I learned really quick. So you tell me all this stuff, I'll write this shit down and then I'll make it like, I'll be done before you want me to be done, you know? But yeah, I think that saying stuff, yeah, saying stuff like that to people up front is... It's good. Like, it's like you, know, you pick it with tact and it's being vulnerable and honest, yes. which is good. Uh, vulnerable is always sexy, I think. That's what you want in a job interview. Um, I would say um, also show desire to learn, grow, and add to the company. Mm. And Ooh. Yeah, um, and then my final. Do you have another one to add to that? I have a couple small ones, but they're go for it, dude. My last thing. This is just me personally. Um, I'd say always have a side hustle. <laughs> Ooh, what do you mean by that? Just, just like something that you just. I don't know, like, like oh, maybe maybe you're like if you're good at motorcycles and you want to fix them, like always just have like oh, I'm just gonna think in the back of my head how I can make this a career that I love. Or if you, you're talking about housing, yeah, like just how can I possibly do this myself without anybody's help Yeah, I think and like slowly build, but just have it like in the back of your head. So if you do get a job somewhere, you work for a few years and you're like, I'm working on a side hustle. It's time to turn this into like my actual, main job. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's always something I always, yeah, I was going to tell you guys, I, not motorcycle related, but I welded a <clears throat> 370, Nismo exhaust on my 350 Z exhaust, and that kind of took like 10 hours because I had to do some custom fabrication. It sounds nice, and it's like it's not been done, not even on the internet. Really? So you're the first person that does it? I believe so. Which I have some footage that I was gonna put up in the internet and be like, yeah, I got this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's great, and it goes into one of my next small. I have like three small pointers. Awesome. Make sure your your Facebook, make sure your social media and your LinkedIn are at their A game. Okay. Because that's the first thing somebody's gonna look at before they screen you for an actual interview. So if you've got No some, no blue lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just make sure you're 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 set, you know, because they're definitely gonna look at that. Say goodbye to every person that you encountered from the beginning of your interview to when you're walking out the door. So if you met the secretary, say goodbye to him or her. Okay. And say goodbye to the interviewees. So like whoever you did just, and that's, that's showing like keeping your head high and leaving with confidence, which is you're looking at. So you're like going to say goodbye 
to Amy at the reception desk and you remembered her name and like she liked you and that goes back to the like they're gonna get to like you. oh she he remembered my name I'm not just a secretary you know yeah if you remember the secretary's name that's that's pretty dope that's money that's brown yeah points. last little tidbit two or three days later the follow-up email I've also oh, this uh, this brings me to something I learned recently that I have do not do often but I'm gonna start doing it is um they say that like following up um if you, like most people will like stop, like the majority of people will stop. Like I don't want to bug the person, but the thing is I've heard some places higher because you followed up four times. Like maybe you always ca- catch them at a bad time and they don't read it and they're like, I'll get back to this guy. I'll get back to this, but they'll never like be like pissed off. More than likely they're like, this is the only guy that actually tried four times. Everybody else kind of just like fizzled away. So like they like persistence. I think that's true. But for the jobs that I'm applying for is kind of just like you send them your resume you send them your, cover letter and then it's kind of just like they say on there please no calls or something like that oh really it's just like what do you do then well i think don't call but like you can definitely if you get the interview send them the follow-up email like hey thank you for your time and for your consideration for this position but how about it's like you want the interview and you don't get the interview right now because and you have to you want to be persistent that's what it's like so i'm wondering wondering if it might be only the follow-up yeah yeah so yeah uh, I mean, because cause you don't want to ruin the interview six months from now, you know, if you're like just a wackadoo. Maybe, and like maybe. there's, there's a, you know, people in that position of like they can pick between 10 resumes and like we're in Portland, so it'll be 100 resumes. Oh, they're looking for the slightest fart to just throw it in the recycling bin. And so if you're calling one too many time or one, you know, and they don't like it. Goodbye, you know. I would also in the email, if you use the follow up email, I'd mention like, oh, that's really cool. Your daughter has started walking in seven months. Congratulations. You know, it's something like that where you kind of really like you mentioned something in the email personal about you in the the interaction. Yeah, the you interaction had. you had with yeah. them or something. Yeah. So that's you, were, the you, were, you like, were actively listening. You were yeah. there and you want it and you're following up. So now it's time to put this to practice. Because in Javice history, we're going to have a job interview. Very first job interview. The Javice boys down at the river are hiring for a housing specialist. And uh, we're going to play good cop, bad cop. Who should be the good cop? Who should uh, be the I bad think cop? his Nardo should decide. Uh, I think uh, Jay should be the bad cop. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a Slytherin. I know it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Jason, good cop. All right. Ready? Uh, I'm. I'm. Is there any other requests? What job is this? This is housing. 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 Spe- all right. So it's like a housing specialist. I think a housing specialist one is uh, central concern, central city for concern, or something like that. Uh, housing specialist is like I think they're working with like uh, bridging to like you know transitional people who are you know don't have homes and getting them into you know more stable homes. And it's kind of just like that's pretty much what I read on the description, and kind of like, cool. Okay, so and I and I just want to say this for New Jersey and for Germany: this is not a real post. Okay, yeah, we're not looking for people. We'll let you know if we are, but not now. <sighs> okay, this is this is a. We have a lot of employees, <laughs> and it's it's too many. We've our our accountants are always like, you need to fire staff, and we're like, yeah, no, no, no. no. And when we do fire them, they get paid for life. Yeah. So, so we're like, well, do we want to be paying pensions or do we want to be paying income? Income. Exactly. 
So, okay, we'll do this interview. Ready? Gonna get a job. Oh, how, hey, uh, is, is, how you say your name again? Uh, it's Narda. It's Narda. Nice to meet you. Nice uh, to meet you. Welcome. Please. We good for nothing. Mm. Just uh, come on in and. Uh, I'm Jay. This is Jay. I'm Hello, Jason. Jay. I'm um, Jason. Yeah, I like your hat. I like. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a wedding gift that I got. Oh, really? So you have a wedding c- coming up or something? Yeah, I'm part of the groomsmen, and uh, we were supposed to wear these hats, and it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Do okay, well, um, it says here on your resume. I'm just gonna get right into it. Um, yeah, how come you don't have a master's degree? Well, I don't have a master's degree because I'm looking to go into a position where I could develop and possibly pursue a master's degree within a specific field. I feel like if you just go into a master's program without not knowing without knowing what you really want to do, I think maybe you're just leaving money on the table there. So yeah, we like people that do are interested in growing and with the company. So yeah, I mean that is something we do do. I mean not everybody here has a master's degree. Well, I, I don't. You, I don't. I but worked my way up, just like my dad did. Yeah, you start in the mailroom. We all know you tell that story every fucking time we do an interview. All right, all Part right. of my language. Part of my language. All right. We don't. We we have you know kind of a loose tongue around here. Yeah, this is construction. You have to be used to bad words, but you know, I mean, you try to help people out here. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have homes here. And what would you say some of your your strengths are when it comes to home building? Some of my strengths are uh, I like to do I like to do the job the first time. You know, because uh, anytime you make a mistake and you kind of carry on through it, it causes like four times more rework. So I like to do right. it first. The f- I like to do it the right way the first time. I like to uh, have all my tools set up. And, you know, I like to also uh, work safe and be in a safe environment. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to change this community for the better? Because we've pretty much just given up on it. You know, not all of us have. I, ha- I have. I know. You always tell us that every single time. We I come look at so many addresses in the mailroom and I'm just like, oh, why even send them? Yeah. That's why you got gray hair so quickly. Duh. So continue. Yeah. So, so can you, can you ask that question? How are you going to save this community? What are you going to do to build bridges? Uh, I feel like uh, maybe uh, working with, you know, one-on-one, it's uh you know, boots or shoes or no shoes or sandals, whatever your preferences, go out there into the community, have like a strong, you know, conversation or just like, you know, find out what the community wants, find out, let the community know who you are and what you're there for and what, you know, they want from you and try to aid them as best. So would you say you're a people person or are you, we, are you the type of person we put on the front lines? Are you kind of like the like Jay over here, who's we kind of keep away from the people. I don't. <laughs> I don't even go into the sun. That's why. Yeah. I just go from the carport he, to he, carport. He did have skin cancer a long time okay. ago. So. Melanoma. I don't joke about that. So so okay. So would you say you're a people person or or where would you want to be? Uh, I think Are you yawning in here? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, I think more of a. Thinking more of a, yeah, as you said, like I like to interact with people. I think maybe it just depends in a good environment. Not all environments are great, 
but I feel like this, especially what you guys have to offer, I feel like, uh, you know, it's a good environment for me to grow and share my skills with you guys. Okay, we only have time for one more question, and that's, do you have any questions for us? Yeah, I mean, uh, back in 2012, when you guys weren't, when you guys were starting off, what kind of drive led you to start the Jaboys down the river? And uh, what solidified you guys as being like a, like a like a podcast that people in Germany and New, New Jersey are fans of? And how do I aspire to get there? Um, mostly in in our. Uh, it's a sad story. I also get choked I'm gonna, up. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, we, uh, I just want to help people, and there's, I want to help billions and billions of people. And I'm like, that's not possible. And then we put one podcast out, and we help billions and billions of people. And then we also are running this housing place too. You yeah, know? you know, Jeff, I started as a podcast, and Jason, and I started out as friends, and so many people were like, "Thank you. Please build a house." And so we did. We we did, yeah. And we built this house in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was a Victorian, built in 2012, and it's you know, it had housed a lot and a lot of people on the streets, so including my mom. But I would say you know we have friendly besides Jay, we have very friendly crew here and. You know, we just we would rather have nice people that that want to do it because of the 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 meaning behind it than just a good worker and a grunt worker like Jay over here. We also like the benefits and the money. Yeah. All right, we gotta go. Okay. Yeah, it was nice meeting you. Is is Nardo? Is Nardo? Jay. All right. Keep wanting to say it. All right. We've never done this before, but you're hired. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I'm ready to give you uh, my final advice. Great. All right. Um, one, you got the skills to pay the bills. In your faux interview, there was lots of ums and mm-hmm. lots of stalling. Mm-hmm. So just practice with a timer, and it is about execution. Like, you have the skills, and you have a very warm personality that people want to hire. Just don't let yourself be overshadowed by public speaking or being put on the spot. And so maybe practice that out loud or with a timer because there was a couple of your answers that did ramble zone. And so if you can tighten that up with the word economy and cut out the ums and the o's and the uh, all that stuff, it shows confidence and you have all the right answers. Awesome. So you're going to get you. the job. And I got something that's kind of complimentary, kind of contradictory is um, if I was in, if I, if you're aware of yourself when you're doing that, the first thing I do is like, I'm sorry, I'm just nervous. I get nervous on interviews. It's kind of like taking a test where, you know, you know everything, but then you just like freeze up on a test. I would call that shit out. So then all of a sudden now they're like, okay, this is not him. He's just nervous on an interview, you know? Cause, um, I think that's like, I've done that on dates and it's like changed everything where I'm like, Oh, I was just kind of nervous. But then all of a sudden that I'm like more loose. So it might help you to loosen up after you say it. Cause you're like, now they know if you act a little weird, you might be nervous, but now, now they know it's like, okay, everything's off on the table, I guess. Um, that could also be your place to be vulnerable. Exactly. No, that that is, that's exactly. In the banter zone, like yeah. up top. I'm like, oh, I'm nervous, man, because I really like this company, because you know, X, Y, Z, the specificity. Yeah. Boom. Ooh. 
Yeah. And then I'll just say, yeah, like just be likable. And cause I, I think that, I don't know you like, you know, you know, Jay more than I know you, but like you seem laid back. And I think that goes a lot farther than like a, a high strong person. Who's like trying so hard to impress everybody and this and that. I think this is that the goal would be like to make sure like they know you're serious. You want this job, you know? So, yeah. Thank you guys. I definitely enjoyed this. And I, I just, I think uh, the, the thing I'm going to walk away from is like, you know, you know, call, saying that, you know, I might be nervous, you know, I'm like, you know, this is probably not who I am regularly. So hopefully yeah. that definitely helps out. But I will be thinking about like the whole, if, if a joke costs like, you know, some dollars, what's the cheapest joke I can tell. And then I'm going to put that on myself, but buying a timer and, you know, practicing, you know, like kind of out loud and like trying to, regulate or just you know trying to narrow down my vocabulary to tell the best joke i can and great I'll, I'll just be completely honest hopefully it's better on this device season last season i saw in, in the audio i heard all my flaws oh and it's really hard because a lot of these i've known for years and i just when you hear it i i think i'm better than last year than last year so um that's another thing you could do is that when you're timing yourself you could also record yourself hear what you sound like maybe change it like that too and you're not you're not bad at it exactly getting better at it yes always put your problems in the past tense that's another little tidbit i learned there you go i used to be bad at interviews but now i'm like a lot better yeah stuff like that i can't say it because i've never been bad at anything i know (laughs) i know yeah Yeah. you used to be bad at wearing hats but (laughs) but i'm getting better you're getting better Thank you so much for coming on, Javice. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, New Jersey, Germany, the world. Goodbye. See you later. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you're out there and you're thinking, I want to hire Isnardo, you are thinking correctly. And all you need to do is send a message at the contact us at javicepodcast.com. Also, if you're looking for some dating advice, you can email me, Jason Williams, at info at swiperighttinder.com. If you're itching for comedy information on me, you can find me at jflowing.com. Talk to you soon. Music provided by Ancient Heat, Chinese Man, and Mike DeWeese. This has been a SoundSub production.